you so special, girl. You stay dressing, girl. They take lessons, girl. You know you are blessing. Happy Sunday. My name is Nyla. I'm Dominique. I'm Cheyenne. I'm Amber. And, and we what? are the Where Do We Begin Podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. Okay. Hmm. Highs. thinking oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> but you know what i i because i graduated last week i took off the week after and it was supposed to be high but it was <laughs> rather low she she you know what do not take vacation and not plan anything that's yeah. what i will that's say very that's very smart actually fact. that's very smart i was like we we actually met up with you that was it look they yes the, these these people did meet me so these people. Remember that Tuesday they were we talking about. We had only friends. That's true. My friends did meet me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's um, a high and a low. Yeah. For me, my high and lows. My high was that I got through braiding ten little girls hair. What kind of girls? Next. <laughs> Light. <laughs> ten girls here. It was a, a birthday party. Hello, welcome. <laughs> It's, it was yeah. a birthday party, and I had to, um, there were s- five, six, and seven, and there was ten of them, and I braided their hair, and it came out awesome. Um, I think oh, I'm going to start six, doing party events now. I have to see. But you're going to be the <laughs> only person braiding hair? I wanted an assistant to come. Michelle Obama? Girl, my fingers don't work. But oh my it gosh. didn't work out. <laughs> She's like gearing up right now. <laughs> Little old me. Uh, highs and lows. Oh, wait. And my low was that I did not get enough sleep this weekend. Oh, I did not get any sleep at all. It was just, it's been terrible. I lied to you not. I've been breaking like 12 hour shifts. Like Friday night, I came. What happened Friday night? I forgot. It's, wow. it's, been, it's been a really, really, really. Oh, Friday night, I came home at 3 o'clock in the morning. No, at 4. Had to be up at 5 to be Eric at 7, so I had like an hour of sleep, and then I had a 12-hour shift, and I came home, got in the shower, went out, and then come home to like 5 o'clock this morning, so I'm pretty much fried. From work? No. From work, and then from people's birthdays. Work and play. Work and play. Work and play keeps the mice away. <laughs> it's just that the lounge light, the, the lounge life is not for me after like 10 o'clock p.m. But it's not at eleven, night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? You mean like nightlife? Period. No, it was like a club. Like, well, I went to like a club. It was a lounge. Thing. Let me tell you something. Anything that starts after nine o'clock. Um, YouTube. Pervilla Latina Lounge in the Bronx. The establishment. I will never visit back ever again. Oh. The staff is extremely racist. Ooh. Extremely racist. Um, but that's for another another day. But well, it's not far from what we going to talk about. Because, but I, hold on, just stop. I came in there. We were not told that there was a dress code, a specific dress code. We had on sneakers and, like, jeans and whatnot. It was all black girls, so just to be clear. But when the Spanish girls came in, they let all of them go through without any problems. And then it gave us a hard, extremely hard time with us getting in. So. Sorry, you have to. Yeah. How about you, Anne? Um, 
I don't. I can't really think of a high this week, unfortunately. I didn't really have that great of a week, but mm-hmm. yeah, no. um, I said I didn't really have that great of a week. Instagram. Um, but I feel like I am. I don't know. It's been. It was a hard week, so that's all I got. <laughs> Truth is, I'm tired. That's so bad. Really? Well, give her her yes. background music. No, you're not. Like, yo, shut up. You are like Yo, we got issues. You still so, They hung out without me. She's with her friends. Because exactly, exactly. <laughs> Tell it correctly. <laughs> No, I want to hear what Amber got to say. If anybody has off, don't meet up at 5.30. What are you talking about? What you been Wait, doing Wait, she not day? serious, right? We what met up at She four. not. She's not. We didn't even have an after No. But we, Nyla, first of all, first of all, Nyla had to work that day. No, she did? She came after. I had plans. Excuse me. Yeah, we know you had plans. Plans that were far more important than us. It was important. She's a friend as well. But isn't she the one that started complaining about this? That we went out without her. <laughs> now she's talking like it was important. She wanted us to pick another day. <laughs> Were we eating? Or we were in the park. We was eating and in the park. We she was there the whole time. We had a fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what basically happened. Um. So those are highs and lows. I hope you guys had a very. Well, I, I pray that you had like an eventful, productive week. And if you didn't have a really good week last week, then you try again this week. It's a, it's a new week, so I pray that this week could be a lot more better for you. A lot more blessings and let it be light and, you know, enjoy the weather too. Cause it's going to be really nice this week as well. So hopefully you guys have a. Oh, thank you, Amber. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have anybody to big up today? Or should we open well, the floor? I'm going to up um, Cheyenne. I want to AliExpress for this wig. No, but nah. we didn't even get to post um, Jamila's boutique last week, so we would be able to post it this week. Yeah, but that—that's the open it up. Okay, so for everybody or anybody watching, we are a podcast that is interested in bigging up small businesses around the tri-state area and beyond. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a business or any kind of organization or venture that you're trying to promote. Please send us the information and we will promote it. We are interested in... Free of charge. Free of charge. Well, for now. now. Celebrate. <laughs> oh, shit. We start now. getting big. We want to celebrate young entrepreneurs and of ones. all ages, all races, all colors. So send us your... Sorry. Stuff. Seasoned. I can't I say no I, have no... I don't even know. But Please send us the information, guys. <laughs> we'll be happy to promote and support you guys. Thank you yes. for that segment. So it's topic time. It's topic time. No, but you know, I don't know what it's um, How did you get caught up in that one? I don't know. I like that one. It's to the point. Yep. Topic okay. time. So we are talking about discussing the Black Men Society, the experience. Save for the ones in the back. Of what it is to be a, well, our perspective. Right, because we're not mm-hmm. black men. We're not black men, so we can't really give you the first hand, you mm-hmm. know, experience of what it is to be a black man in society. But as from black a woman, from a woman's perspective, mm-hmm. what, what we see in our eyes, yeah. the experience of mm-hmm. the black man. And, so what prompted this um, title in this segment? Um, we watched When They See Us. Me and, and I know that a lot of 
um, people have watched it, a lot of, you know, just like research on the um, Central Park Five. And basically, it was a story about five boys who were accused of a rape in Central Park in 1989. Mm -hmm. And what happened was they were all in a park um, trying to, like, they back in the day the these older guys went to the park to actually mug and beat up caucasian people that came in the park so when these five boys they were not friends they didn't know each other so when they seen except for Yusuf and Corey yeah Yusuf and Corey knew each other but when they seen Pete, all of their friends going to the park they decided to go with them and they were um the youngest so when they seen what was happening they didn't leave until the cops came so then you know when the cops come everybody kind of like runs away so the cops actually you know held a lot of boys but these specific boys um they actually pinned the rape for of the the caucasian woman on them and it just shows the story about how it happened and you know a lot of people especially our black community was affected by this story because it was true and it really shed light on how the system can really get you caught up into into like into making you spend time in jail when it wasn't you. They just want they just wrongly they just want someone to pin it on. Mm -hmm. And you know, not saying that everybody in jail is wrongfully accused because people a lot of people in jail do do the crimes that they are paying for. But it's pretty sad to know that a lot of our black men, even our black women, are being held in jail for something that they didn't do. So we're just going to just tell you guys how we feel about it um, and just tell our experiences personally with the, with the people in our lives and how they are, you know, just the discrimination. And as a woman, our hearts go out for our husbands and, and all the pe- Brothers, men our fathers, and, our that are attached to our lives. Yeah. So. So let's get into it. I watched the the docu series. Um, I already knew prior to this coming out. Thank you, Ava, for putting this out there because it was very needed and it was very imperative that people got to see what exactly happened and for people to be able to um, share the truth. I watched it, and like anything else, when it comes to these kind of documentaries or like these um movies or films whatever whatever you want to call it um i was livid would be wouldn't even be a word to describe how i felt i was completely enraged i was disgusted and it's almost like you trying to heal and move on from something that is continuously happening to people around you and to yourself as well and it it makes it very hard for me to be almost forgiving in a sense because it's just like it 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 it, it does it has not stopped this has been the system in which we live in um has been designed to do this since the beginning of time since it was created so therefore it's like when do we ever get a break when do our black men ever get a break why do we always why does the system why does the the media and the culture always have to even the culture well why does it always have to perpetuate this idea that um black men are are barbaric and they're aggressive and overly sexualized and all these other things and it's like it makes it easier for us well as society to easily pinpoint them and be like oh 
black man oh yeah they are this they are that they are that. that's because that's what's been fed to us for so many so many so many years and so then my whole thing about it is just like it's just enraged it pissed me off to like the highest extreme i'm just like you got these young boys who are children who have sat in prison for six to 13 years for something they did not do the 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 experience and the trauma of what they had to experience what their parents had to experience what the community had to experience it's just like it's 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 really beyond me at this point and i'm just like i have no i honestly i don't have no faith in the system i, I really never did to be honest um and it makes me a lot more apprehensive to want to talk to cops to want to cooperate to want to do anything and it makes me fearful for my cousins for you know because i i date black just to be honest the guys that i date my father friends it's it just it, it it pisses me off it, it really does so i didn't watch it and i'm not going to watch it because i feel like i know the story obviously i didn't i don't know the ins and outs of everything like they do but i just feel like there are so many people who have experienced what they've experienced and i'm just tired of hearing more and more stories mm-hmm. of black men being wrongfully convicted and spending time in prison when they could have been living productive lives in society and so mm-hmm. i'm just not interested in watching that and being infuriated and just i don't i i was on my timeline and literally every person on my instagram was watching it and people are like i'm crying right now i'm so sad i can't believe it. i'm so mad and i'm just like I just can't even, I don't want to even be in that space. It's traumatic. I know. Yeah. That's, that's also why I don't want to watch it because it's like, it's not like it's just a documentary or docuseries where it's a story that was made up. Like, these are real yeah. people. These are real stories and real lives, real situations. And it's just like, I cannot, I cannot watch it. Like, I can't. Like, I just can't. Yeah. I cry. Yeah. I cry watching it. I think about, like, the, the two the two episodes. I think it was uh, the last one with Corey. When they were all end up, when they end up all being free, and then Corey's experience the most when he was in jail, yeah. and then when they all got convicted, when they were getting interrogated in the room, and they was trying to pin against, they were trying to pin each other against each other, mm-hmm. and then they all came to find out. And when the boys apologized in the prison, it was like, oh my, it was like, yo, they told me to say this because if if I said this, then I would get free. And they had to apologize to each other, for lying on each other because that's what the that's what they made them do i think that in our generation um we need to start coaching our young kids on how to deal with the scenario if they were ever um if they were ever in this situation because what i see what i learned in the movie is that when you are a young boy and you don't get in trouble you really don't know how to handle these situations it's almost like like they said they just wanted to go home so it's like they should have known that they needed a lawyer or they couldn't talk without a lawyer in the room. room. They should have known that they were underage so they had to have a parent or someone that's over them. Like, these things should be taught to our youth because it's a lot of times, like, they don't know and they don't know what to do in a situation and it kind of buries them more in a situation because they're making mistakes. Like, mistakes that we should have taught our young kids and you know teens and stuff like that like if i i only know kind of what to do because of movies and stuff like that but i think we should start teaching these things how to handle a cop you know i know a lot of men have talks with their sons on how to handle a cop but at the end of the day 
at the end of the day, it's like when you're in that situation, everything doesn't go the way that you mm-hmm. were taught. So I feel like we just have to be smart about um, how we deal with them because they're not going to change. It's like, you know, I get really mad at the cops, especially when they pull me and my husband over. And I'm like, what you want? Like, what did you like? I get real like mouthy. And my husband's like, chill, just chill. It's like you have to humble yourself in order not to get shot. Like, yeah. so I feel as though like with with men they have to be taught to like okay at the time yes this might be your enemy but you're making it worse for yourself and we just need to like move accordingly it's like especially if there's no change coming from the cop you know what i'm saying like they're not gonna like every cop is not a bad cop but at the end of the day i just feel like we need to guard ourselves and our kids and our loved ones and teach them how to do and be in these cer- certain situations because how they did those kids was dirty. So do y'all think that black men are like set up in this society? That, that it's not it's not what we think. It it's it's a fact. It's a fact. This, okay, well, this, in this, what this is ways rooted. do you think that black men are set up? Like from if you think about a systematically, black- I think our black men are always seen as threats. Like they're always there it's like people it's like they are feared like if you see a caucasian woman walking down the street and there's like about four black guys and they could be lawyers doctors whatever but on that day they're just dressed in regular clothes that caucasian person is going to be fearful and she's and he or she is going to move or like tiptoe around them or stuff like that i just feel like i feel personally that black the black man is the most powerful thing in this world like you know what i'm saying because they hold so much power but i feel like it's they're people are trying to rip it from them and they're trying to make them get lost in their identity so they don't know how powerful they really are because if you think about it it's like our black men carry so much and from the beginning of time like Nana said the black man has been ripped away from our family with their families you know they really don't know how to be men in in situations like marriage and fatherhood and stuff like that and i feel like if you had a stable black man who knew himself who was comfortable in his skin who you know who knew how powerful he was it really changes the dynamic of a family of a business of a working like everything like when he knows who he is like it's it's becomes really powerful so i feel like people don't want them to know how powerful they are well and that's and that's exactly why white america conditioned us even ourselves as black people conditioned uh media conditioned just in every single aspect and how the black man is to be viewed as because this was even like like it, it, it really got bad, really, really like post Civil War when all this started happening. When the black men was to be seen as like this huge, huge threat, and um, they just really made it seem as if like the black man's not to be trusted. Like he's to be feared of. Like it's scary. Just all these things that 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 he painted them to, to be a monster. To be honest, and once that has already been planted and conditioned. And it's been seen every single where, like TV, or, you know, social media and whatnot. Um, it makes it easier for people to be fed and for people to believe that this is exactly what it is. So, you know what? We have every right to be scared. Of. So, for instance, with the whole Emmett Till thing, it's a prime example. With a lot of, with a lot of black men who got caught for, um, not even got caught, but we just say, like, 
have been in encounters with like white women or white men. It's like, oh, you know, you have to be careful because X, Y, and Z. Or when even to today, when you would see a black man walking on the same back as a white woman, she felt like she felt that she has to like, oh, uh, you know, hold her bag or like put it to the side because in fear of something may happen or I might get robbed or make it caught because because of what to be honest because it to be what. What she was saying, Amber? Um, you said you don't agree with the fact that they're powerful? No, I'm, I, I agree that they're powerful, but I think that they are black. So it's very hard to, I think, speak on teaching black men that they're powerful because in this generation, that's kind of, that's what's happening. Yeah. When all of them got um, wrongfully convicted, 1989, like this they were living a totally different experience when it mm-hmm. came to black and white mm-hmm. relationships, even when it comes to police and community relationships. So now in society where we are blatantly seeing racism every single day and people are becoming more and more conscious of their, you know, their black oh, lives, yeah. mm-hmm. their black communities, their everything like that. I think they're being taught that. And I think sometimes the problem is, is like, oh, if I go to school and get a degree if i get a really good job if i drive a nice car if i wear a suit then nobody's going to point me out nobody's going to be and like that's not, that's oh not no true. he's a he's a smart black guy he looks like he's really you know put together he's not scary no they're they, they're they are get you anyway. regardless and it sucks to have to have that mindset but at the same time it's like it goes hand in hand with kind of like uplifting self and uplifting community as well like mm-hmm. if you're going to say that the white man did this then you have to take into account what you're doing yeah, in that's, your area that's as what well. i was kind of thinking it's like i, I kind of wanted to take into account of the part of the demographic that is not so clean cut and tailored like we do have a lot of a sense of entitlement as we should as a people not only mm-hmm. as black people but just as humans but as as african americans a large portion of us do not doing the right thing. We don't. We move in ways and act in ways and speak in ways but that's that in are not every. But that's but we. I, but, I know, but we're I different. Know, I know. We are. We are different. So Trust me. It's, it's it's harder for us. It's ten times, a hundred times, a thousand times more harder for us. So when we're moving in ways that contradict this, mm. like you know, sense of entitlement, which is not wrong, it is difficult to, you know, separate from. Yeah. When I you agree. have a large party that's. You know, crazy things. I mean, I don't want to well, say. Well, so not, I want to say a large party because here's the thing: that the that the real the real thing is is that we are put in communities that have that lack resources. Resources. What do you mean we're every put sort, in right? We are. are put in co- but what do you proje- mean by that? The projects, like affordable, that's, that's uh, affordable housing. Is, that's designed. Communities that don't have. If you if you in New York City, if you going to the upper, the upper West Side and you go into downtown, they. Their corner stores are not our corner stores. Yeah. Like, these are specific areas for a specific color of people who are designed to live in that space and co- create I forgot. A, a lifestyle because we are considered less than. Right. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was called. I think it was based... I watched a documentary. It's called The Crips and Bloods, like, in America, where it's, like, um, there's, like, a certain line that you couldn't cross over into a neighborhood because it's, like... All the black communities, like the, like the minorities, and you know the inner city, mm-hmm. you know, live in this specific urban area. Communities. Urban communities live in, in this specific area on this part of town, mm-hmm. and it was called like the red line, something like that, where mm-hmm. it's like white people where they were not to cross over into certain a, a certain street, like even going adjacent or across. You couldn't cross a certain line. 
Because then you will be sitting there going into the white community. You will get arrested. You will be stopped. It was like a huge, huge, huge issue. I have to it's figure like, out I what the name it, is. But I think that had a lot to do with segregation at that time, too. I mean, but, but huh? it's all segregation. I mean, of course yeah. it's segregation. That's what oh, I said I think it has a lot to do with segregation at that time. In 1989, you No, what oh. she's talking about. Oh. When they couldn't That's happening go on now. blocks and stuff. But if, if there's an area where if a black person goes into that neighborhood, they, they can't cross that line, that's a problem. That well, I know. Sure down that, south, that's no, a but thing. No, even but that's in because... Rose, I mean, even in my, where I live, so, okay, so every, if you live, like, in the Roselle Clark, whatever area, you know that if, when you pass in Clark, when you going through Clark, you, you might get stopped just for being black. Yeah. Because... They are patrolling their area, mm-hmm. so it's like and one they know time, you're not from their community. Exactly, yeah. So like one time, I had my brother in the car. I was dropping my husband off. My brother had a hood on his head. I was driving. We was we stopped at a stop sign. I mean, we stopped at a light. Our light was red. The cop drives, you know, like the, he drives and he sees me and my brother. And soon as we went, he did a whole U turn with his beaming lights right behind me like this close to me just like until i got out of that town and i feel like i didn't do anything wrong like Wait, nothing he didn't pull you over he didn't pull me over he just literally stayed like about Solid behind you like this much behind me he tell he was tailgating me like until i got out of that town as soon as i got to the roselle line he just backed off that's ridiculous so it's like, and in my head, I just wanted to put the hazards on, and I wanted to stop, and I wanted to say, "What are you following me for?" Like I don't. It's like so annoying to to just be in this position where it's like you don't even have to. I'm constantly even pulling people over for for real stuff. Like they are that, literally just like what, racial I profiling. I didn't see the movie, but I I'm understanding that it wasn't it wasn't the police office that made them. Co- course their story wasn't it the attorneys the prosecutors like it was, no, the, it was yeah. the police too but the, okay, the police interrogate yeah, them yeah. but as far as prosecuting them that's no, not no, the police no, it job was, it was, yeah it's not, the, it's not their job though right yeah. so but they were doing it though right so that that's a a huge disparity as well like even having proper representation when you're in court or right. having you know public defenders and people who are actually like taking your case and your life and um, caring, about, and caring it. about it and making sure they're doing the job they're supposed to do versus trying to get the prosecutors trying to convict someone just so they can say that they, they yeah. solved this case. They were on a she was on a witch hunt. And you know what the, the the craziest part when I was watching even the documentary when I I mean even the interviews of all the men it was like okay so you was wrongfully accused we're going to give you this money and then that's it patch it up but these men were like even with the money the like it's nothing is nothing that they were like crying like some of them they have was it psd ptsd he's ptsd they have ptsd they can't one of them he's like antoine he he can't let his kids play outside you know he's scared he said he don't trust nobody it's like money not gonna fix that sure that's right. a mental like thing like and and that's what it's like that's a slap in the face when it's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Like, here's the money. I'm sorry. Instead yeah. of it like, even an instead of like showing like, okay, we messed up with you. So now we're gonna go back on all her cases and we're gonna see who else in there. Like, be effective in the mess up. Like, yeah. if you messed up, now you gotta go back, retract, 
and then find other mess ups that you did and try to save other people's lives. Linda Fairstein, something like that. They pulled, I know she was, to save face, she had to resign from the organizations and from the, uh, she was on a board as well. She resigned because she some people were angry about that. That she resigned? Yeah. What do you mean they were angry? I don't know why. I thought that was a weird reaction. Because I think a lot of people's argument was that if they've been nudists, then this, this, um, this should have been done like a long time ago. Like something like that. Like, like the only reason why they're, they're, oh, okay. they're making her step down now is because it, it's everybody being, is watching right. this documentary. And like, I just, my yeah. pers- Go ahead. No, oh. I'm saying, but it's like, it's like, why we got to catch y'all to do the right thing? Like. That's that's like a, it's well, so annoying. That's how the that system is. Her job. Right? Which she is, which, which she is arguing that oh, uh, we was. didn't coerce them. Like they gave, it was on tape. They all confessed to it. They all did, right. like they rigged it to make it for them to confess. Of course, right. but I think my whole thing was that, and you know, I always bring it back to it being spiritual. That God does things all well in His timing. To be honest, because the amount of outrage. The the chaos and the, the commotion when they were convicted was out of this world. But when it was time to apologize, when it was time to be like, you know, like, well, we really messed up and like we were wrong. It was not you didn't it, it was quite as a mouse. It was just like, oh, OK, like, oh, they were all they were all freed. OK, it wasn't that they loud. They couldn't apologize. Right. It would, it would be. I mean, I, I mean, right. They weren't. But I'm saying but it's, now it's just like. Now that this is has be is being exposed, now you see what the community is willing to do. Like we're all in support. Like oh, that person did that because people didn't really have knowledge back then either. Like they didn't really have like the resource or whatever the kids or like there was the, people fighting back. No, then. no, there were people. But I'm saying it was not as big as it is today. Yeah, like I'm, yeah, look yeah, at what's media, happening now. Like, people, I like the moment the petition came out to get her books off of Amazon and everything like all oh, even really? she oh I signed yeah. that Wait, are they off? They, are off they off of Amazon they Amazon put oh, Bronze and Nobles the publisher um, took her off of there yeah they thing. should be off and I'm saying <laughs> yeah they should be they took they wow. took all her stuff down I'm just like now imagine that wouldn't have been done back in 1889 or I mean 2002 okay. whatever that may happen but now it's happened cause like we're not gonna just lay on our back and like oh like that's fine no we're gonna take action like you know what you know what she did, so not everyone has to be held accountable. But that's why I'm saying it's different now because people are doing that. Yeah. And so I will say, like, I commend the black community for that. Like, mm-hmm. there's a there's a bigger push now. Like, yeah. people want to be treated equally, want to be treated fairly, want to be like. There are plenty of groups and organizations and all of these things that are banding together to make sure that mm-hmm. our the, voices yeah. are heard. And yeah. I feel like that's very important. And I think that all of these stories. I, it's it's so overwhelming. It is. Like, it's so very... unfortunate because you do think about all the men in your life, and and I will say all the women too, because at this point it's both. It is, and both, you yeah. just don't know what's gonna happen. And so <laughs> I know, but I I would say as long as we like, you know, I mean, I just I'm feel like as a as a as like African Americans, our biggest weakness is that we don't stick together. Like, yeah, we always like try to outdo one another, or just it's like out of all of the different races, it's like we have a hard time but sticking together to accomplish what I'm saying to accomplish it's just like we have a hard time of staying together. It's like 
we'll j- a lot of us would jump on the bandwagon, but it's like to stay together and to be committed to each other as as as, as a community. It's not the same. It's not, yeah, it's not the same. It's like well, okay, it depends on what you're referring. I don't yeah, know. if you're talking about uh, being committed to each other, I can I can kind of understand that in a sense, but it's like us being committed to each other. How, where like we, we don't go see from each there? other. We don't see each other as one. Whereas, but I don't feel like it's. I feel like I know what you're trying to say, but I feel like right now in society, everybody's kind of sticking with each other. So I'm not saying that we we figured it out and everybody's on one accord and we could overthrow these things. And we could, no, no, I think when it comes to certain situations, like, we stick together. But I think that in the, generally, it's like we have this moment where it's like, okay, like we're all going to band together, like we're all going to be strong, like arm in arm. And then it's like, okay, we have that moment. Then it's like, and then it kind of it lingers off. So it's like instead of instead of it being continually and, and you know it being consistent throughout. I don't think that I can wholeheartedly agree with that statement, but I think that in times like this, when it's called for like to action, oh yeah, you better believe like we're gonna put on a yeah, we gonna stay together. But I'm talking about in general. I don't think that we we could be stronger. That's how I feel. What I feel like I'm talking about is all around the board, financially, business, like all of that. But in connection to us, us building, I feel like I feel like we don't know how to build our own empire individually yes but together like no you know what i'm saying like i understand what we don't we it's like we struggle with that like when when i look at the jewish people and things like that the the spanish people they got their community like Mm -hmm. everything flows through each other jewish money stays like i feel like sometimes we take shortcuts i don't think it's shortcuts i'm saying like sometimes we like when i heard about the whole mcdonald's thing i would never get over that how McDonald's started out with two black men and they sold it. Oh yeah. To a Caucasian yeah. and look how big McDonald's got. Yeah. You get know what I'm saying? It's like. But that. I don't but know. I don't think that. I don't I'm, think, I'm I half think, and half with that. Yeah. It's like I know situations where it's different, but it's like a lot of situations where it's like we could do we can do so much better if someone just told us or someone but just that, taught us. I feel like that's kind of like a handicap that I'm not really interested right. in. Well, like that's if someone what just happens. told us none of these people were I, I told that you go out no, and find so and seek knowledge. Yeah, like yeah. I, I don't Ca- like for us to be no, like Caucasians are they're they're brought up like this. Like they're not they don't teach themselves. They are from generations they are but, right, but they also like, seek knowledge just like the rest of us yeah, yeah like they're yeah. not born so, but i'm saying so, they're taught to seek knowledge right but so are we I, like i was taught to seek knowledge it just it, I, it depends on what i'm seeking so what do i want to do what what information do, yeah, do i feel like i'm yeah. lacking like we're taught these things every white family caucasian family is not growing up with money in their mouth with no, money and food not. and all that stuff no and they're also all not taught to go out and be the biggest mogul and make all this money no but they find their way do you, do just you as think much that as we people. have any what is what as a black community do you think that our weaknesses are i think that we are not given the same opportunities as white caucasian individuals i don't think that we have a weakness i think that we are like i said as far as the living environment like that plays a huge part in where you go that plays a huge part in what you get accepted to how you get a job but that is what it is what can we do as a community that we lack in to help to better support but here's the thing whatever you do not see in your community do it like we we had we talked about this before we've talked about this before so and I feel like that's the difference. Before it was like we 
we we are the, we are we have a handicap. We don't have this one. This is why we can't produce. Why them. do you think Versus, that we are the ones that's under this umbrella? Like, why are we un- first under? First of all, it's, it's minority. African American. It's, it's minority. Yeah. Yeah, across the board. A board. It is minority. That's what I'm saying. Why do you think that we're under this umbrella? Because the like, white man has power, Dominique. That's it. But that's from, what I'm from saying. The like, day, from from the beginning. But this is from the beginning. But that's what this it's from the beginning. beginning. But it didn't why? change from slavery. You trying to you, say? Because she's trying to say they had the upper hand from the beginning. From the beginning. So. They always had. They always were a step up. No, they didn't. They they never had the. They never had the resources. I think they stole everything. They, no, they stole. No, it. no I'm not saying that they didn't take the stuff from the slaves and and create and put their they name on it. But at the end of the day, though, right? Exactly. But they always had a head a foot ahead oh, of us. They, oh, absolutely. So that's yeah. how it ended up being. I don't being. think. I think they started off with that foot. But after that, to say, like, they've always had that is just kind of, like, putting us in that same category. Like, we're always the ones who are less. Once they did what to they did. To them, we are less. No, no. Uh, no. I don't feel like I'm any less than any white person. I personally think from my knowledge is that we had all of these things. We had every possible reason that you could ever think of. But I think that we, you don't really know or when you lack the knowledge of what you have and like you're not really educated about it or it makes it easy for people to come and overpower you. That's how that's how I feel. That they well, came it, in well, and they try to strip us and like it's violence with their their overcoming re- resourcefulness with violence. With violence so right. it's, it's jealousy, it's envy, it's evil against good. And that's what, and <laughs> so that's what I mean, yeah. But it's not like not to say that, you know, all that white people are, are like evil this or yeah. anything like that but that as far as slavery is concerned were you speaking about like africa like in from the beginning yeah, of the day, right? the yeah. because that's 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 but that's what if you're talking about the root of it that's right. where it comes from so we need to address the root and i, and I think that root. that mental conditioning is also something that i would consider a weakness it's like when we even when we see situations like this that are happening in the media it's like we have this kind of mental that it's like wow this is really sad like this is really crazy but we don't turn that into anything right but we're always like just like we know what to say about each other we know what to say about our race we know what's wrong with us we know that all black people not talking about dom will say that we're we're not unified they'll all give you that crab in the barrel thing we'll all talk about how Mm -hmm. we don't have no businesses together Mm -hmm. it's like kind of like a it feels to me like a strategic conditioning. It's yeah. like they, we keep talking and talking about the same thing and then seeing the same incidences. And yeah. it's like we've never come out of this. But right. that's what I was saying. I wanted to say that the community has been thriving. And that's my point. It's like, yes, is it 100%? But we're stuck in that can, mental still. Yeah, a yeah. lot of us. Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of, a us lot are of people still are stuck in that mental That we can't even see what not, you're talking about. Yeah, and that's my point. You're not stepping outside of the fact that is it every... You know, organization, every store, everything is black owned. No, but are right. they there? Yes. So acknowledge yeah. those advances. Acknowledge yeah, the fact I that definitely. these things have happened. Should there be more? Absolutely. And I definitely the, think that they're there. I definitely think that they're there. But you just wish that there were more, that you see no, more of it? I just, I just hate, I just hate to see like talented, gifted people that can do so much more than what they're doing. And just settle for 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 less. Well, sometimes that could just be a product of your environment. I understand, that, but I'm just saying. But but I'm talking about even Caucasians, but they're not ostracized for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you know that there's this statistics saying that Caucasian people smoke more weed Absolutely. than African Americans, but we are the ones put in jail for it. Yeah. 
that like just stuff like that it's like how come we always gotta lose like and that's why i feel this, like we have they, to move differently like and we, yeah. we like, can't do everything everybody else can do evidently that's what but, but I'm then saying, when we do it so and get annoying. penalized it's like i think sometimes we fight the wrong fight yeah but it's just like it's but that's in everything well, it's like, now, so like huh so it doesn't even matter but no but but now, so. but now they're saying like you know well it depends on who you are and that's what, I'm what saying. charges you have if you can get and plus with. now it's like okay they they preach the fact that oh weed is bad weed is bad but they see unfortunately our generation coming up with they see how much money we're making mm-hmm. and now they want to take it over as a government thing all that money is going to the government mm-hmm. like they, that's a come up for them of you know course. what I mean but it's like look, been a but, but the problem is, is that who gave it to us. <laughs> look the problem is is that when African Americans was doing it to make a living it was bad but well, the government could do it to make a living and but it's good. the government is the one who gave it to us in the first place that's the thing well, about it here's the thing Okay, selling drugs that shouldn't be yeah, your means it, it, it of no, supporting your family. It yeah. should be. I'm, I'm saying well, that I now what they're you're using it. As I, I get it because you're 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 arresting people and convicting people for things that is, you about is, to do. Right, it's dumb. But there are other means of providing, and it it, it literally is just I don't even know. Just taking advantage of. What may be around you, jobs that are available, all that stuff. Wrong. It's like, I don't know. Personally, I think, I just want to speak on this real quick. Um, just being fearful as a black woman, um, I don't know. I, I've had my encounters with the police, of course. I've had my share experiences. But I think with my fear, it's very it's very unsettling because I remember Judah had went at my brother. He had went out to some party and I was texting him like every hour on the hour and I was like, I'm gonna let you know that I'm gonna be texting you all night because he was staying out late. My brother never stays out late. And the fear of him not coming home when I tell you I was panicking, like I had to literally pray I prayed over him before he left the house, number one. I never pray over that boy. And <laughs> I mean not not say that, but it's just like I've never yeah. prayed with him before he went out. Mm-hmm. And something told me that you know just like, and that's when like a lot of like the Trayvon Martin and stuff was like happening, um, those situations. And I was just like, and he's like, nah, like I'm good, I'm good. I'm like, I just have to make sure that you're. I said I have to make sure that you're breathing. That when I tell you like that was traumatizing to me. It's just like I'm 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 over here, like, what's that word? I forgot how I forgot what the word is, but it was like I was projecting my own my own fears on him because I was like my brother may not come home tonight because like, something could happen to him and he could be at the train station and a couple and the police could just like you know come up and like stop him or stop him in the street or anything like that. Like or my ex boyfriend, I would text him all the time and I would just be like, okay, can you please, please, please? And I would get so upset when he would not text him. I was like, where were you? Who are you with? That happened to because like. I'm scared that something may happen to you. You may not come home based on the fact that look at where we're living in. Like, people are dropping every, and not only from black on black crime, but from the, poli- the hands of the police. Like, they're dropping every single day. The amount of incidents, the amount of killings that we have seen on social media alone, like, people getting killed in their cars for simply being stopped, pulled over to the side, and asking, Do you have a weapon in your car? Do you have a weapon in your car? Oh, yeah, officer, I have a weapon in my car. Let me just go reach out and, you know, so that you can see it so that 
I'm letting you know what's in the car. And they still getting shot right in front of their children, in front of their wives, their grandmothers, whoever. Yeah. It is ridiculous to see. It's like, my, I, I call it modern day lynching because that's exactly what's happening. Like, they're killing our black men right in front of us in plain sight. And our black women, too. Equally the same, but it's like it's just it's my I just can't it's even. A lot. I feel like it's, it's painful too much. to be a part of a race where we're not seen as humans. Mm. That's it's the deep. thing. We're not seen as humans. We're almost seen like we're seen as less than. So it's like oh, it was just a black. We're just bodies. It's like oh, it was just oh, I just. It was just a black, and kid. they're not sorry. They're not and, sorry. And then to see how like I also learned from this case that. When um, when incidents like this happen, like in the movie, it was saying like, "Oh, let's just paint the picture like they was a gang, and yo, they didn't even know each other." And it's like they were like, "So we can't go with the gang story because this one is from here and he's from like they were they was like really like kind of like putting together a story so the Cock- media yeah. could believe." And it's like. Every time a black person dies, how about when we see on the news, oh, they, they pick the most ghettoist hood picture, picture ever. ever yeah. And they portray mm-hmm. them like, oh, he was this and he got in trouble for, for this and this and this. Like, they, yo, and then a Caucasian person can shoot up a whole entire school and they put in all, all the graduation church. pictures. All church. Yeah. They put graduation pictures. Oh, they said he was such uh, a kind boy growing up, and they don't yeah, know how he can kind do of this. Behavior before he's never demonstrated this. You know, he, he had like a one incident, but it was never that serious. And it's I think funny. to me is what's frustrating is that when it comes to black men who are completely unarmed and and, and defenseless. They be quick to shoot, but when it comes to a white person coming into a whole entire church and shit, he comes on the handcuffs. Explain to me how is he that came possible? Explain to me how that's possible. Explain to this me how is that's some possible. Real life Explain situation. to me how Sandra Bland got caught pulled over in her car for doing absolutely nothing, had a, stood for her rights, vocalized, she she said what she had to say, was it not being threatening, was not doing the most to you know to um make it seem like she was a threat explain to her how she all of a sudden just killed herself in her in, in her own prison cell what happened to all of that i'm telling like all this stuff is just Wait, like was that a conspiracy um avenue they, they yeah they yeah, said that she killed herself oh, god yeah they said she killed herself she was in custody when she died she was already <sighs> and then they put, exactly they put that her mug shot she was already dead in the mug shot they said that they That's said that insane. the floor so, was not matching the floor yeah, on the yeah. on the wall. It was the the floor. Is that floor. the final um, verdict? I don't know. That's, I don't know how George Zimmerman is still watch. able to go outside a, and enjoy the park, enjoy the free air, enjoy the sun. Know where you about to go and <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to, how that happened. <laughs> Yo, y'all really got this whole world messed up. Like seriously, like. It, it's like how can a how can a African American not be mad? Like you got people in jail for getting caught with like a little ounce of weed, right? And they got like ten Doing to fifteen years. years. You got a whole guy who killed a whole nother human because he had what? It was Skittles in his hand. Like once you once you realize that the boy that you thought had a gun didn't have a gun in his hand, 
Why are you not in jail? Because that's a murder. Because he's a monster, bro. He might try to take But you know what's so crazy? No, but once you figure out the truth, why aren't these people in jail? Because, listen, if... Look, we going to jail just by... Oh, I I thought I saw him kill him. You going to jail. That's a fact. These people are actually killing these people, and they're not going to jail. Like, how many cops got off? How many? Yo, so it's many like, cops got off. Yo, it's so, and it's like we sit there and we look at we look at the TV. We all wait in in like in anticipation and in anxiety. Like, okay, like maybe this change. may be the day that we may at least one of them would get justified. At least one of them. At least we would see at least a little an ounce of justice with this one and it's like we waiting we hold our breaths waiting for the day to hear guilty and to be charged and then it does not come how about when you hear sirens what you think of first when you hear sirens oh i just hear sirens or you just hear (laughs) sirens oh when it's around my house because i know my brother walks a lot i text him immediately when I see people getting pulled over, you don't look into the car oh. to see if they're oh, black. Like, oh, and the other I day I was walking by and <laughs> these cops had pulled this car over and it was four men and they had them standing right behind the car and they always just standing there and I was just walking past like, God, I just had to, I prayed. You just gotta as pray. I was walking because I was on my way to work. I was like, God, please, please don't let them get Yes. Don't, them, don't even let them get arrested. Like, I just, to and I just kept that. looking like, you, you see how crazy that is? Yeah, it's like, like that's, it's that's crazy, really and, and it's crazy because these are the people who got they're in charge. They got to protect us. That's, that's no, killing that, us. Their model is protecting, sir. So I'm just trying to figure out what they're doing. They're not. Pro- they're they're but, protecting and serving their own. That's the agenda. I don't want to hear anything about like no. Pro- no, even, I don't want to hear. Even it. the guy who shot up that school, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, they just tackled him. No, the recent one that shot up that school. It was like closer to us. Um, it was like South Jersey, somewhere, yeah, something like that. He shot up the school, right? Then when I seen them capture him, they 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 body slammed him and arrested him, right? And if he was black, but dead. if he was black, they would have just he seen him dead. and just shot they him on sight, him. like on sight. gun, no gun, weapon, no weapon. Don't need. Don't I listen. think that what you my could be thing on your knees is with your hands up with behind the, your neck and they'll still matter. shoot you. I think that what my thing with our black community, we need to show them that we are more than just a right, like a human. Like we are more than like. Tom, how do we do that? I don't know. We need to figure it out. Unless we start, unless we start black panthering it, then I'm. I'm. I think we need to figure. We need to really what, show them how strong we are. What was I say? She said she don't think it would ever happen. No, well, what so now was, what yeah. was I saying? That wouldn't matter. And I'm saying that wouldn't matter because like what we just, gotta do to be known in a good it's, way. It's, I think it's already done. It's like not, it, that's the conditioning has already happened. We tr- like Amber was saying. We we're striving every day. It's like it's not like we're not trying. Like we're know, we're trying to what, leave that behind. There's nothing that what can is be effective. Done. There is nothing that we have to fight. So we're That's never gonna That's be. It. Never. We're never That's gonna never, be. Never. Never. No. Never. Never. Gonna never. Gonna be never. We have to. We're fight never gonna be like on their level. When, and no. no. Not to them. Not. To, I yeah. mean, that, I'm on their level now. They just Hello. don't know. Yeah, that's true. But that's that's my. <laughs> no, they know. They're gonna see. No, they know. They're gonna look at me. They're gonna look at me and already assume you don't know where I work. You, you don't know, know where my education status. But because of what I look like, what I look like, my that's skin it. color. And but I, they, and I, they but know how much we possess them, but that's why we're such a threat to them. But that's why they have to keep us within this bubble so that we don't know, so that we can stay right, confined. Right, but I'm not going oh, yeah, to stay us. confined. And, and that's not, the problem. Yeah. Do not allow their ideas to condition you. Yeah. That's what I'm that saying. You cannot go more yeah. that mental. Be, be better. Yep. You cannot go to school. You cannot create exactly. businesses. You, that's you how they want you to think forever. Yeah. You cannot keep that mentality because you're just going to be stuck. 
You yeah. know how we were discussing when we went to Sephora about Pat McGrath being the she's the she's the black, the most richest. She is the most known, like the richest person like in the in the makeup industry. I'm telling you, and she's a black woman. Don't like imagine all those in my mind. I'm just like. Killing it. What'd you say? Oh, I'm saying. In my mind, I'm just like it. It gives me so much joy, and it's like, but she's not publicized, right? She's not. I didn't even know who she was. But you'll see the Kylies. But you'll see the. the, You'll you'll see everybody else. But then you won't see this one black woman who was dominating. What's her name again? Pat McGrath. The the makeup industry. The she's bomb like just one she's palace, a sister one, one exactly what i'm saying but that but you know it's expensive but when you think about it it's, it's like not, that's, it's worth it that's how much yes, i'm worth that's how much i'm worth yes. so i'm not gonna settle for 28 as a palette when i know i'm bringing the I, I, and I, her palette feels mad nice like it feels like great so quality great everything but i'm saying and my mom made that's why i remember it's like dad this is how much I'm worth. I'm not gonna sell it for no for no rinky dinky or not yeah. for for anything like mediocre. Like you know, she's like, no, I'm gonna up it up, and right. people are paying for this. That's, people are paying for it at the end of the day, right. and she's dominant. But like I said, no one. She don't get publicized. She don't get put like that. I'm, and it's just like, why not? But everybody else gets it. Kendall and Kylie and Kim and whoever these other people are in for put a bakery that's probably in. way less Trash. as far as quality is concerned. And her is over here copying uh, beauty beauty bakeries, so you know she's the bite of herself. So Ooh, this is original. Her the beauty. Yeah, she has she, she copied a lot of uh, beauty bakeries. Uh, a lot of a lot of the, a lot of her stuff. That's why we just have to go harder. Yeah, I, but I, I, don't it's not it's discouraging but at the same time it's like also it's motivation like there are other people out here that are trying to get to that like Amber was saying that are trying to that are, that in their mind are on the same level. And so are excelling. Exactly. But I think I feel like to um, wrap this all up, I think that while we may live in a society or be in a space or in our community that to the white or Caucasian person may be less than what they think we are worth or we're not valued or whatever, we have to know in ourselves, we have to know in our complexion, in our, in, in our hair type, in our body types and everything, like we are important we are just as we might be more yeah important queens <laughs> like and it's so crazy because i went to a service today and, and she kept saying and the title of it was i am a masterpiece mm-hmm. like skillfully and wonderfully made mm-hmm. like so just knowing of self and knowing right. like that's God, important that it's, know, it's know, very know important of because self. you get stuck in yeah. what society creates and what society thinks is right and, and how society thinks you're supposed yeah. to be and then you get stuck in that yeah. community mm-hmm. or block or you know and building you assimilate and you, into and you that. never yeah. get nowhere so it's like know of self and, and know that you are worthy to excel and know that you can get these businesses and you can get these degrees and you can be an entrepreneur i'm not saying you have to go to school but just make sure you know that you don't have to stay where you are yeah like you have to move yeah and i just think that it's important especially it's always important that we are being accountable for ourselves for each other as well and one thing that i said that i have posted on instagram i said to all my black men like i wholeheartedly i love y'all because a lot of them don't get told i love you because they don't see it in any homes they don't see it in the streets like they, they never have like that sense of like belonging or like a sense of like relationship or you know or support or community or anything like that so just like i want to do a better job in supporting 
my friends and supporting black business and supporting each other and supporting like you know black men like even when like guys on the block who would just be on the corner all day and like I don't do the corner stuff I, I'm not in support of it but it's like I will walk by I'm like yo you good like you staying like please at least like go to school be productive do something but do not stay here because this is this is going to kill you mm-hmm. so I want to just do a better job in making sure that I am supporting our black men I am not because I think sometimes it's very it's easy to stereotype them even as a black woman mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's what we've been fed as well, so we kind of took on that as well. So I have to be mindful, like, listen, okay, like, like you know, we're not all perfect, am I not? But let me not put you in the box that they say that you are. I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt first, and then I'm gonna judge you accordingly to how you are behaving. So I want to just do a, you know, move differently in that direction when it comes to like our black men and they expect to each other. So well said. Okay. Ditto. Ditto. No. <laughs> Okay. So that was today's topic. Yes. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Our gem. Our oh, gem. That was a gem. Okay. That's a gem. That's a gem. Well, until next time, guys. Speak. We will see you later. Um. Until. Oh yeah. You're right. Right. Until right. next time. Speak, speak it. it. Oh God. Always remember to. Oh, oh, Shayne, why you didn't do it? I thought okay. that was gonna. I, I said. Always you know. remember to. Shine Sorry, no. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> Always remember to speak it, it and be it. it. See you later, guys. You so special, girl. You stay dressing, girl. They take lessons, girl. You know you a blessing, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah.